Welcome to the Goofy Guy Podcast, an honest but not so serious look at Disney. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Goofy Guy Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host, and I'm here with the ever happy and always pleasant Julie Flaherty. Oh, wow. That girl's here, too? Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I brought her in just for this. Okay, that's awesome. I'll make sure she gets on the mic. Hey, (laughs) Julie, Jim's calling you. Oh, wait, that's me. Okay. I thought the always (laughs) pleasant. I thought the always pleasant might throw you off there. (laughs) I I did. It kind of shook me for a second. I was like, oh, wait. No wonder he was buttering me up before the mic went on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we don't need everybody to know what your true identity is. I thought it was that Christmas spirit and stuff, but never mind. Riding nope. the high of the rise of the resistance. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling yeah. you. And we are yeah. definitely going to be talking about that. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, how are you doing? I am fantastic. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. We were, I love that we were just talking about before we came on, we were just talking about decorating Christmas trees and how you were having your four year old grandson uh, decorate the tree. Do you want to tell everybody how you told him to de- decorate it? Oh, I, yeah. Um, So he's four. So we all know if you have children or grandchildren, we know how this goes. So I said, hey, AJ, because that's his name. Um, Well, that's good. I'm glad you said AJ. I know, I called him by his name. Weird, right? I remembered, so that was pretty rad. Um, I have a lot of kids, people. Um, (laughs) Names are very important to them. So I said, hey, AJ, can you do, yeah, yeah, that would be me. Can you do me a favor and hang all the ornaments at about three feet high and all clustered together? That would make my tree so beautiful because we all know that's exactly how they all decorate a tree. So I've just come <laughs> to the conclusion that is, it's weird if my tree has the ornaments spread out all around it, it should all be clustered in one spot, no higher than three feet tall. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you know, really... Even if you decorated it, it wouldn't be much higher. No, it wouldn't. I'm only 4'11", folks, so it's going to be maybe a foot higher. It's a running joke, ladies and gentlemen, a running joke. Really short. (laughs) Deal with it, man. You'd think I would get a mini tree, but no, I have a nice tall tree. It goes all the way up to the ceiling. I love it. Well, your, your husband is a little taller than you are. And we have step stools. Yes. Thank God for ladders. Yeah, yeah, we have step stools too. Otherwise, we'd have a problem getting the star on top of ours too. Because nobody yeah. in our family is very tall either. So <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not the tall people. No, we're not. We're not. But um, our tree looks pretty pretty awesome. He did a very good job for all of 10 minutes. And then he said, I done. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's about it. That's, you know, four. That was pretty good yes. for four. Yeah, yeah. He got a lot hung up in one single section in ten minutes, so I yeah. gave him props for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Focus and going. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Hey, pretty good. Why don't we uh, jump? There's a lot of news to talk about. So, so why much news. So yeah, much news. So, so much. why don't we jump right into it? Yes, please. Aren't you going to make the sound? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was thinking about Christmas tree. I kind of lost my focus for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I'm that sorry, we have the so news. Here's the news. Nice. There we go. All right. Um, so 
first thing in the news, we have an opening date for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Yes. We, yes, finally. Uh, March 4th, 2020. Um, and they released it with a really another great poster uh, for the ride. Have you seen that poster? I have seen it. It's so fantastic. It yes. is so fantastic. I am ex- I am so excited about this uh, this ride. I think it's going to be so great. Just so yes. much fun. The fact that we actually have a date is very exciting. Oh. Let the planning begin March Let 4th. Let the planning begin March 4th, 2020. That's exactly right. Um, another thing that we got is that we found out that Perry – is going away from the World Showcase. Yeah, sadness. Yeah. Sadness. Yeah, he's being replaced with the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure, which I, I think is a great choice. It's um, very exciting, actually. Yes, I'm sad and happy and confused all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good choice, and I think um, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and instead of using those flip phones that you had to pick up at the the stations, you know, you had to, like, check in and pick up. Yep. You know, now you can do it all on your phone with the Disney Play app. Which is also exciting. Now, on a side note, in the sadness, and I'm going to get chastised for it, I know, from someone, I kind of dug the flip phone situation in the retro respect, but hopefully they'll end up bringing Perry back for a little while once they update the app again Yeah. and figure out people loved that. Yeah, so, yeah. And maybe we can have both. I would hope so. Yeah. I loved that. That was so cute. Yeah. Well, Perry going over the buildings in France will be sorely missed. Yes. Definitely. Um, so, but that's that's big news. That's that's important yes. news. <clears throat> we also uh, got the opening date for Beauty and the Beast Sing Along, Awesome Planet, and Canada Far and Wide. Yes, very all, excited for that. All three of those are opening on January twenty seventh, twenty twenty, which is the same day as the Festival of Festival of Arts starts in Epcot. Yes. So good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not so much looking for the forward to the Beauty and the Beast sing along because I am not a sing along guy. Don't Which like it. Which is weird. I know. I, He's I, such a musical guy, and I am a sap for a sing along. <laughs> I know, and I hate it. I just I know. hate it. Uh, I I do not like sing alongs. I never have. I don't. I don't karaoke either. It, I know. It drives me nuts. And I don't nuts. do that. But the sing along, unfortunately, is we all know. We all know those people who think they can sing, but they really can't sing. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't like it. They sing during a sing along. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. No, I don't think it's a bad thing to have. I just will yeah. not participate. Um, and the other thing that I do is that Impressions de France are, is not going away. Um, it's just going to alternate between the two shows. One show. Yeah, will be and I'm Beauty glad they're the doing that. I'm yeah, glad yeah, because I love that movie. They're also updating that film to be digital. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really nice. Um, awesome Planet is the film that's going into the land, uh, and it's going to be a 10-minute film, they say, and it's going where uh, the Lion King, where the Save the Planet, Pumbaa and Timon, the movie that I never saw, uh, is going in. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's a, I think that's an upgrade. Y'all can fight me on this, but I think that'll be an upgrade. I think so. it will be too, but I really wish they'd bring Kitchen Cabaret back. So just saying. Yeah. Old school. Just saying. I love kitchen. Yeah. I love me some kitchen cabaret. Um, yes. And Canada Far and Wide is going to open, and they announced that Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy are going to narrate that movie. I'm so glad. Oh my god, I love them. That is going to be so good, and if it's not, I'm going to be so disappointed. Oh, I know. I love them so much. They're so hysterical in Schitt's Creek. Um, and, well, they're just hysterical. They are. They've always been hysterical together. They're so just let's wonderful. hope it carries over somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. 
Um, yeah. So great. Uh, we also saw a rendering of the new Mickey Shorts Theater uh, that yes. they're putting in. Now, that's going in where Sounds Dangerously is, right? Or it, was? Yes, it is. It is. It is. I love that it's called the Mickey Shorts Theater and the seats have Mickey Shorts on the back of them. Exactly. It so clever. like it's going to be a neat place to go, whether it's hot, whether you just want to go hang out, whether um, uh, you just need to get out of the heat for any reason, or you just want to go see some Mickey Mouse cartoons. That's have right. Fun. Yeah, just go see some Mickey. And I think it's also important that they're going to show the new Mickey Mouse cartoons yes. so that people that have never seen them don't go into Runaway Railway going, what is this? They right, look they right. look weird, right? So well, and it's a new it's a new retro look at where Mickey came from, right? We've right. talked about that before. Right. It is it is really more based on more based English. It is based <laughs> more on the history of Mickey, not the newer um, uh, office version of Mickey. That's right. Not it's not corporate Mickey. No. Yeah, which I love. I love that it's not corporate Mickey. So, yeah, we've talked about that. Yes, um, yes. Which is so And important. I'm excited to see them in a theater style yeah. because that yeah. just adds another wow factor for me. Um, yeah. yeah. To see it on a big screen. I just love it. I love it. Yep, I agree. I totally agree. We are, there's a new seating area at the Liberty Square Market that just opened up in the Magic Kingdom. Yes. And it looks lovely. I think it looks like a great place to take a break and sit down and eat all the lovely food. But yes. y'all know my affinity yeah. to Liberty Square. <laughs> yeah. And they, um, and you know, I mean, they're starting to serve some really good stuff at oh, Liberty Square so Marketplace, not just snack food stuff. And so right. I think it's great. And that area needs more seating. I'm sorry. It needed a quick refresh. It just it gives it a did. quick facelift that yep. doesn't take you out of the moment. Right. That's right. That so is exactly I think that's right. a great way to still have a community feel, yeah. but have intimate seating areas if you need that. Yeah, I totally and agree. The shade is great too. Yep, I totally agree. I think I think it's I think it's great. Um, along with that, uh, Disney World is transitioning. This was on the uh, WDW News today. Um, mm -hmm. Disney World is transitioning to compostable plates at quick service locations. So, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and they're plain. Like, they don't have Mickey on them or anything. They're just a plain plate, as compostable plates are. Um, and I think it's a really great idea. I mean, they're trying to go away from that single-use plastic and all of the, um, you know, things that can't be recycled and such. I mean, they've gone to the paper straws and yeah. all of Yeah, okay, stuff. let's talk about paper straws for a hot second. Oh, and um, Do we have I to will... talk about them? Uh, just for a hot second, a hot okay. second. I'll get in trouble, but the paper okay. straws make me a crazy person. I hate them. So if if we could find a way to sell Disney people out there either a silicone straw or a metal straw, a reusable straw. Thank that we you. we can do whatever we choose to do with it or put it in our little bag that we all carry. That's right. With our stuff in it during the day. And then take it out when we need it and then put it back away. That would be wonderful. Thank you. That's the PSA for the day. Amen. You are preaching to the choir. I know. I hate paper straws, and I do not understand why they are not selling reusable straws. That is that is a market thing. I mean, they are missing a gold mine. Gold mine. A gold mine. Um, I also wanted to mention that we're two weeks away from Rise of Skywalker. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Whoop, that's whoop. all I'm going to say about it. 
there's a lot of chatter on the internet about it because you know that script got leaked. Yes. Um, and I have really avoided all of it. I yeah, do not want to know. Yeah, the script got leaked by a major cast member. Yes, it did. Yes, and it did. And they threw him under the bus hard. As they should have. Yeah. What was he thinking? Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. Totally. And he took full ownership of it. I'm not going to say who it was because I don't want to get sued. But yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, we yeah. all know who it was. So, And if you don't know, yes. just Google it and you'll find it. Yeah, um, but you're so, not hearing it from me because I don't want his attorney calling me. That's Thanks. right. That's right. And the big news of the past week. The big, big news. Big, big news, news of the week. Big news of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, Rise of the Resistance opened on December yes. 5th. Yeah. So I have a lot to talk about with this. First of all, okay. let's talk about the opening ceremony. Did you see the opening ceremony? I did. I did not see it live. My husband did and texted it's, me a play-by-play. -play. Yeah, it's okay that you didn't see it live. First yeah. of all, I want to say that those X-Wing drones were so cool. They were neat. Oh, yeah. my God, so cool. And they need to be using stuff like that in the in the land because yeah. it would add that kinetic energy that it's missing. So cool. Um, yeah. So that was great. Um, and then Bob – then they did this little scene, uh, and then Bob Chapek came out and uh, – you know, made his typical five-minute announcement of how whatever it was that they say uh, right. when they make those announcements. But I, and I know we've talked about this before. We were texting about this earlier this week. <laughs> Why? We were actually also doing a play-by-play. -play. Yes, we were. <laughs> Why does every Disney announcement now sound like an Apple announcement? Yeah, it is weird, but it's, it's got the true. same cadence, the same sound, the same everything. It sounds like Tim Cook introducing a new product for Apple. I, I don't know whether it's to keep a certain attention span of a certain audience or what, but it kind of makes me a little creepy. It, it creeps me out a it little. It makes me a little cray-cray. A little cray-cray. Yeah. Yep. I, I yeah. agree. I totally agree. Um, so, but then it opened. We got fireworks. Yay, hurrah, and it opened. Um, yes. So, I, and it's getting rave reviews. It is. Like, f across the board. Rave yes. reviews, even from people that never give Disney a rave review. Yes, they're giving the critics rave reviews. of Disney are even loving this. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, they're saying that like it's the it's it's the Imagineers back to what they should be doing, is what I've heard. A absolutely, designing rides, not yeah. just yeah. resort. That's right. And when you and when you open up your pocketbook, it shows what can be done. Yes. Right. You know, Disney finally opened up their pocketbook for this and said, "Let's do it right." So uh, give them all the credit for that. Um, yeah. I found it interesting and in, that they're using virtual boarding groups. I love the virtual boarding this. group idea. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. We all know and we all love FastPass Plus, but FastPass Plus causes the standby line to be really long, right? Well, it's that 10 to 1, right? That's right. Every yeah. 10, one standby goes. That's exactly right. That And usually the way that works is that they send 100 – fast pass through and then 10 standby through yep and so um that makes the standby line really really long and with the millennium falcon they just said no fast pass for right now which is fine right right so you might you might have to wait 50 minutes you might have to wait an hour to get on uh that right now the first day it was longer than that but otherwise it hasn't been that long and there are times that it's like 30 minutes right so that works right yeah yeah i mean when i was i was down there or we were down there at the same time. Yep. Um, I know my husband rode 
wrote it in 40 minutes and I was on it in 45 minutes at a different time. So, right, right. Yeah. And that's fine. I yeah. For a ride of that caliber, I think that's fine. But this, Absolutely. For a brand new ride, totally yeah, worth it. Totally yeah. worth it. But this new boarding group thing is so interesting so that you get in the park and you can't join a boarding group until you tap into the park. Right. You have to tap into the park and then it takes a couple minutes for the app to refresh and then you can join a boarding group. And then they call off the boarding groups when it's time for you to get on the ride. And then you have a two-hour window that you can go ride the ride. Yes. Which means that you're if you're in line for something else, you don't have to rush off. You can finish your no. meal. You can get on Rock and Roller Coaster. You can do whatever and then yeah. go get on the ride. And mm -hmm. the wait for the ride has been about 30 to 40 minutes. But the thing about that is, is that so much of that is part of the story. Yes. Right? And I just think it's fantastic. I think it's a great idea. There's yes. no standby line. There's no fast pass line. Um, it's this virtual boarding, right? It's this virtual line. And I think it's – I just think it's great. I well, think it's a I great really idea. hope that they decide through their ultimate wisdom that this works and maybe to add a layer somehow to a virtual boarding pass for other rides that have a very long, very difficult to get into fast pass plus system. Yeah. Well, that's what um, I think be, it's going to be. You know, like, like Mind Train. Um, right, right. For example, I, would be a great one. I think that's what I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to get such great feedback on this boarding group idea that you um, they're going to transition it to other things. Um, you know, in my YouTube video that I just put out, I said that I think you know it would be great for Space Mountain or Splash Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain or Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. That standby yes. line is always over an hour. Always yes. over an hour. Even when the park is empty, it's over an hour. Mm -hmm. So I think I think this may set up to be a new way to work boarding for those big e-ticket attractions. I don't think for all of the attractions, right? No, but it would be a great thing for any of the Toy Story ones because those right. are crazy. Slinky Dog. It'd be great for Slinky Dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, I... Even if they only do it at certain times of year, at the peak points of the right. year. Um, that right. would be a great idea as well. But anyway, I think it's brilliant. I'm glad right. it's working. Let's hope they see how well it's working and use it other places. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, so, you know, the great thing is, is that it's getting rave reviews. People are loving it. And I am very excited about it. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. I think that it's going to be uh, a big uh, a big hit. It's going to be everything that they wanted it to be. Now, if they can just get the one out in Disneyland working. Yes. Because that is, you know, we could talk about this another time, about what happened yes. out there in Disneyland. Um, yeah. And why Walt Disney World was open before Disneyland. It wasn't because they were being nice because they opened that land out in Disneyland first. No. <laughs> no. That was, that was not the reason. No. Um, so, do you have any other news? I cannot think of anything right now <laughs> yeah that's okay that's right i think i think that's the big things those are the big yeah, things happening I think that's i think that is i mean um you know it's the holidays but i think we're gonna get to that so yeah, we absolutely um, are I yeah think, yeah i i can't think of anything off the top of my head but you know focus is a thing so yeah. <laughs> let's call it no all right good and you know we can cover it at another time but i think yes. those are the big those are the big heavy hitters right yes. now and i didn't see anything new come up today that was that i thought needed to be addressed immediately so that I was 
I cannot think of anything, and sometimes yeah. things come in fresh, but I cannot for the life of me think of anything at this moment. Yeah. So we're okay. going to move on. We're going to move on. I love that. So let's move on to topic of the week. Topics of the week. So we're going to spend – we were talking this week, and we found out that we have differing opinions on something. Huh. Um, and Shocking. So I love Disney+, Plus, and I know, Julie, you love Disney+, Plus too. I do um, love it. I watch it every day since I've gotten it. Every day, every day. it's on. It's every on day. almost for hours. Yeah, for it's hours. on almost continuously at my house. When my daughter, when yes. my thirteen-year-old's oldest home, Disney Plus is on. Yeah. Um. So. And definitely, when the grandson is over, he oh, has watched absolutely. it nonstop. Absolutely, so. definitely, definitely, such great stuff on it. Um. And um, one of the things that's on is the new series, The Mandalorian, which yes. for those of you that don't know, is a Star Wars series. It is. It's live action. It's not animated. It's live action, and it's a Star Wars series. Um, I love The Mandalorian. I love it. I, I I think it is so much fun, and it's exciting, and it's interesting. I just love it. It's everything I wanted it to be. And I am so glad you love that. <laughs> in so case glad. you were, In case you were curious of what Julie's opinion was. I'm so glad you love that. <laughs> Jim, let me tell you how I feel about it really quickly. Please do. It is like, it's a slow burn, is what somebody said <laughs> to me. And and I will clean up my uh, reaction to that. It is the slowest burn I've ever seen in my life. Um, wow. So, yeah. I, I like so many things about it, but in my general opinion, only my opinion... Don't come after me. Um, I feel like that all everything that has happened could have been two shows. So that's my opinion. It's a slow burn. I I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I totally yes. get where you're coming from. And there are some moments that I thought could have been sped along a little bit. That yes. we spent a long time we spent a long time getting to that mud horn. Yeah, I thought we were. Ne I mean, I thought that episode was never going to end, to be honest with you. And I enjoyed it and I enjoyed seeing the Jawas. But I think they yes. only brought them back for, you know, the sentimental. Yes, Disney I think fans, it was a total right? nostalgia moment. Completely. They could have taken 20 minutes of time. Yeah, it was it was we spent way too much time with the Jawas. We spent more time with the Jawas in The Mandalorian than we did in A New Hope. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a little, I agree that that was a little bit slow, but I have not found it to be slow. Otherwise I've, I thought that it has been really enjoyable and I've loved each episode and each new thing that's happened, right? Because we're constantly learning about the Mandalorian, uh, himself. Um, and yes. so, and so each episode I feel like establishes a little bit more of who he is, a little bit more of what his motivation is. Um, and I'm finding it very fascinating. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now I will say I love the look of it. I think cinematically it is gorgeous. Yes, I think cinematically it is. It is not just shot well. It lays out the world in a way that we haven't actually seen before. So that is fresh. Even though this is a world we know of and a world we know so well, um, most of us know it so so well. Um, I feel like I'm seeing parts and pieces and um, uh, places in a new in a new view, a new lens. So that's really cool to me. Yeah, um, yeah. I do. I love I love every bit of that. 
Um, and, and don't mistake my slow burn. <laughs> I just, yeah. Um, for, for disdain. I, I like what it's doing. I just wish it was faster. Like my inner ADD wants to go into that editing room and like speed that sucker up, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm I... sticking with it. I'm going to keep going. I yeah. get it. I totally understand your argument. Um, I just disagree. I just, and that's cool. That's yeah, cool. I like, just I am enjoying it. I agree on, on everything else of it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, you just want it to move faster. I need it to go, man. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, let's yeah. Do, let's turn it up. Let's do this. Turn it up. Yeah. So let's talk about what our main topic of the day is. Um, let's talk about holidays at Walt Disney World. Yes. Holidays let's at Walt that. Disney World. Really uh, a broad topic because Disney does holidays really really well and they do this season really well yes they do yeah it's... yes they do and we will come back to this next week because we want to get into more specifics for sure but right um yeah the holidays are done so well that i think i have more to talk about resort wise than i do um yeah. uh, park wise yeah. yeah yeah that's okay so let's talk about then let's talk about holidays at walt disney world at the parks Okay. Uh, and we'll do resorts next week. Let's do it. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great. So first of all, um, let's talk about the fact that the parks are really crowded during the holidays. Yes, please. So yes. the interesting thing is between Thanksgiving and Christmas week, it's not that crowded. But no. when you hit Christmas week, it is mm -hmm. like an explosion of people happening. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the Christmas week to New Year's Day is the busiest time, either world or land. It's the busiest time yeah. Um, for, yeah. for Disney parks, period. Um, and any of the crowd calendars, and we're going to talk about what that means, um, what a crowd calendar means. Yeah. Um, because some people know this and some people don't. So I would rather have y'all in the know than wonder what the heck we're talking well, about. Well, that's the point, right, is that we're trying yeah, to educate some yeah. people. Yeah, so crowd so, calendars are important. Um, and yeah, there yeah. are a lot of them online to choose from, and they all do it different ways. They do. They do. Um, um, so one a, of the – Go ahead. The big definition of a crowd calendar is um, what is the population going to be at a park on a certain day or a certain week. So that's what a crowd calendar is. Yes. And every theme park has one, yeah. not just Disney. Yep. Even though we talk Disney, every theme park has it. Every national park has it. Um, every tourist attraction has a crowd calendar. So there's the more you know, Rainbow Star. Right. Um, but Disney crowd calendars are key for those of us in the know because – what we want to make sure that the general public knows is when you're going, what to watch for, because right. what we don't want you to do is to spend your hundreds of dollars to go and only talk about, oh, man, it was so crowded. I never want to go back during this X time, whatever time it is. That's right. Um, and, and, it, so and it helps you, you and it helps you set your expectations. Absolutely. It helps you Absolutely. know what to expect for, you know, how many rides is it reasonable for me to get on when it's, you know, when the crowd level is a 10. Right. Right. You know, I have news for you. Not a lot. No. Not many. Mm -hmm. Right. If the crowd level is a 10, you're going to be standing around a lot. 
Yeah, whether you have a fast pass or not, you're just going right. to be standing. That's yeah, exactly so. right. Um, you know, and that's when those fast passes really come in come into play. So the yes. the crowd calendar for the Disney parks um, and Universal, actually, yes. the Universal parks that I like the best is touringplans.com. Um, I think that they do an amazing job, and they've been doing it for a really long time. Like they are they the they are like the grandfather of it, right? They're like the father yes. of of crowd calendars, um, and what they do, what their crowd calendar is based on is it's based on wait times. So they collect wait times every day all year. They are constantly pinging to get wait times for rides. And based on the standby wait time, they can then establish what is the crowd like. Um, yes. And so they rate it from a 1 to a 10. One being mm -hmm. the least crowded and a 10 being the most crowded. And they do it for each individual park, but then they also do it for Disney World overall. So when you look at a day, you're getting an overall view, and then you're getting each specific park. Um, and what I love about yes. it, yeah, and they are really, a tr it's really great. Like, their calculations mm -hmm. are crazy good. And they are... They also have this thing that you can do a plan. Like if you want to be a commando tourist, they will help you plan your day to get the most out of your day. Yes. It's all computer generated and it's all amazing. And we are not paid by touring plans. They don't sponsor this podcast. No. Um, I don't get any money for this. It's just what no. I personally use. And yes. um, so they are great at uh, letting you know what the crowds are going to be like and what the possibility of getting things done is. So I really, really, um, that's my choice for crowd calendars. I think that they're, yeah, they're I, great. Yeah, I love touring plans as well. Um, the other thing, and I'll put in a plug for travel agents, trust your travel agent. If you have one, and if you don't have one, get one. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, I know there's, there's lots of ways to do Disney on your own. I've done it on my own for years and years. I know Jim has gone on his own for years and years without a travel agent. Yep. I will tell you that is part of your travel agent's job. If they sell Disney at all, um, to be a certified Disney specialist, you have to go through their, their training. I go through it every year. Um, they don't pay me to do it. I do it because I love Disney and I want to know as much as I can about it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yes, touring plans is a great way to do it. But uh, there's also there are other ones, but touring plans is one of the best ones out there. I will tell you. Yeah, definitely. And there are countless ones out there. I mean, just Google yes. crowd calendars Walt Disney World, and you will get a slew. And and all yeah. of them are pretty good. They're pretty true. Um, they do a really good job uh, at what they do. Um, and you'll be yeah, able to tell. And I agree with Jim. Um, the reason I like Turing plans is because they update theirs and their analytics behind how they update and how, and, uh, what goes into it. It's well done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and I don't get paid by Turing plans either. So no, they also write, they are also the writers of the unofficial guide to Walt Disney world, which I think is the best guidebook out there. It is. Um, and, uh, Len Testa is a genius. Um, mm -hmm. He's one of the founders, and he writes the books. Um, he's a genius. Uh, yeah. And so, um, you know, with numbers and with that whole concept. Um, so anyway, so crowd calendars. Make sure you hit a crowd calendar, right? Yes. So that's important. Uh, one of the big things that goes on, there are two really big things, I think, that go on during the holidays. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm talking about parks. Yes. Uh, the first one is the candlelight processional. 
at Epcot. Yes. And they do it also out at Disneyland, too, but it's different at Disneyland. It is. Um, they only do it two nights at Disneyland, uh, and they do it at the train station at Disneyland. Yes. Um, but at Epcot, they do it for the whole holiday season, every night, a couple of shows a night. Um, yes. And it is so cool. It is absolutely beautiful. Even if you are not into the, the Christmas story, whatever you believe, it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really is it beautiful. Is. Yeah, they really do a nice job of it's beautiful music and it's uh, always a there's always a uh, a special narrator. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris just got finished doing it, um, and you know like Whoopi Gold. We've talked in the past. Whoopi Goldberg does it. John Stamos does it. You know several right. people do it, uh, and so uh, but definitely something to do if you're at the parks. And if you, this is one of the few things I tell people because I am not one to pre-watch things before I go to a park. I want to see it like the child inside that I think I still am. I want that newness and that freshness. So I try very hard not to go, not to see things on YouTube or whatever um, before I go. But the Candlelight Processional is one that I will watch annually. Um, because it is, it is broadcast, um, or it is recorded. Uh, there was one recorded just a few days ago that you can pull up. It right, is December really, 3rd. And yep, it was, it was neat to watch. So, um, I, I highly recommend watching it because like Jim said, no matter what you believe, um, it's, it's just a neat show. So. Yeah, it's really well done. It's really beautiful. And I love that the, the choir that sings is cast members and they have to audition yes. to sing uh, in it. Uh, and it's just it, it's just beautiful. It's really lovely. It's a really lovely thing. And if you're going to go see it live, make sure that you do the deal where you get the meal and the ticket to see it. So you're guaranteed yes. a seat. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting in line for a long time to get in. Yeah, there's no reason for it. Go get some good food and then go have a great seat. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you can get a good breakfast or you can get a good lunch or even a good dinner to go see it. Yep. So uh, be sure that you do that. Um, yeah. So Candlelight Processional, definitely something to do. Also, at the Magic Kingdom, they have uh, a Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom. And it's not every night, but it's, you know, three or four nights a week during the holiday season. Yes. And um, I have never been to the Christmas party oh it is on my bucket list of things to do i know it seems odd but you know i actually avoid the parks during this time of year <laughs> yeah so i just need to suck it up one year and just go down specifically to do the christmas party right to, to okay to resort hop and and do the christmas party it is definitely um something that is fun to do now it isn't it is a hard ticket event so you have to buy tickets for it, it is yes you do and um, they, as Jim said, they're only on select nights. So be aware. Typically, it's like a, it's a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So the yeah. reason they do that is because they know exactly uh, when they need to bump up those crowds for those nights, which yep. sounds weird to say, but they know when. Um, I will also tell you just a random thing. The Sunday, Tuesday tickets are cheaper than the Thursday, Friday tickets. They always are. So there yes, you go. That's right. That's exactly right. And it's cheaper further away from Christmas. Yes. 
So the closer to it's just like the Halloween party. The closer you get to the Christmas, yes. the more expensive it becomes. Um, now I think they, yes. I think the decorations that I've seen um, are absolutely gorgeous. I love what they do for the holidays. All the garland and the green and the you know all the holiday decorations are really beautiful. Um, I mm-hmm. and if correct me if I'm wrong, they actually make it snow on Main Street during the party. They right? do. They yeah. do. It's pretty neat to see it because if you're not one that is used to snow, like I am living in the north and Jim is living in the north, if you're not used to seeing it, it's really pretty cool to see it, especially, you know, in Orlando. Yeah. So. Yeah, very cool. Uh, um. Also, you get free cocoa and cookies. Yes, you do. I mean, come on. How good is that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two words for you. Stretchy pants. Wear your stretchy pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, and they also have they also have special desserts that you can buy and special drinks and stuff like that. But um, it is supposed to be a great, you know, my understanding is it's a great event and a lot of fun. And I know they have a special, a new fireworks display actually this year. Uh, yes, new, they do. And Minnie Mouse hosts it, I believe. This year. Yes. Girl power, right? Uh, yeah, girl power. Because they're all about girl power right now. That's yeah. exactly right. So I think that's very cool and uh, definitely something to put on your list. But but be aware that it is an extra ticket. It is an extra cost. Yes. Whereas the Candlelight Processional is free. Yes. yes. So uh, just need to be aware of that. Um, another thing that they're doing this year that I want to talk about, we've already talked about it once previously, uh, the Winter Animal Menagerie at the Animal Kingdom. This is yes, sir. I have just fallen in love with this uh, to the point where I will watch almost any video on YouTube that has the winter animal menagerie in it. I yes, watched you- a I watched a cow eating greenery, you know, eating <laughs> I, you know, in quotes, right in air quotes, eating greenery uh, just because it was the cutest thing ever. It was like so Oh, yes, cute. and he texted me about it. Yes. yes I Can did. I tell you how excited he was about it? He was, I got this text, and I could hear it. Do you hear that laughter? I could hear it. I'm like, this is three minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. And all I could hear in my own little head was that laughter you hear in the background right now. It just yeah. totally made me laugh. It made me giggle. It was the cutest yeah. thing. And then it turns and looks at the camera, and it is so cute. They have so much personality. Um, and the little kids are absolutely flocking to these things. Um, the videos yes, of them chasing the penguins and the penguins chasing them are just priceless. Uh, yeah. You know, so really a lot of fun. Um, and and the great thing about Animal Kingdom is that at each land, they've really done their own thing for Christmas. Um, and they've really done yeah. it well, uh, you know, with handmade decorations and uh you know, just everything appropriate. And they're doing the Festival of Colors back in India, um, which is really during the summer, but who cares, right? At least they're celebrating it. Um, It's just really, really cool. I think they've done a really nice job with it, and it's definitely something to check out while you're there. Or or watch it online and let us know what you think, just like you did, and then you texted me, and then once again, that was three minutes of my life. That's right. I'm not mad mad about it. I am not mad one second about it, but it was so funny. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, The other thing is, is that the nighttime shows change in some locations. So we talked about the nighttime show for the Christmas party. Now that is just for the Christmas party. Otherwise, it is just the typical fireworks display at the Magic Kingdom. But at Hollywood Studios, they have something called Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, uh, which I uh, I think is very cute. I'll be honest with you, not my favorite. Yeah, but it is cute. Yeah, same, same. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're into the yeah. elves, which I am, we love both of those specials. Um, yes. But Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam uh, at uh, Hollywood Studios. And then the Tree of Life has a special holiday presentation that they're doing on the Tree of Life. So it's not their normal uh, projections on the tree. They're doing special ones for the holidays. And then at um, Epcot, they have holiday. And I know we've already talked about the Candlelight Processional, but they have holiday around the world. Holidays yes. around the world. And it is gorgeous. It is truly beautiful. Um, and each country does their own thing in the way that they would do it. Um, mm -hmm. And you can they have storytellers that come out and tell stories. They, they really have done a nice job of incorporating the holidays in with each of those lands. Yes, no. Oh yes, yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. That's I was okay. Like, yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm nodding no, okay. like you can see me. Like I can see you nodding. This is a podcast, Julie. <laughs> I know. I, I'm pretty. I, I'm nodding like why can't he see me? I know. <laughs> so we anyway, we are not in the same studio, everyone. We are so. not. We are not. We are miles and miles apart. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> I know. It's okay. So um, those are you know, and like I said, we're going to talk about resort hopping in our next episode. Yeah. Um, so definitely tune in next week because that's going to be a very great conversation about the different resorts and what they're doing. Um, I know jo Julie has a special love for that. Uh, I do. So, I do. I do. Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk to her about all of that. Uh, is there anything else major that you think that we should talk about for the holidays that I've left I out? Think we have, no, I think I've, I, I think I've overcovered it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we have. We hit the Magic yeah. Kingdom. We hit Hollywood Studios. We hit Animal Kingdom, and we hit Epcot. We hit all four yeah. of the major parks. Done and done for now. Done and that and was done a general overview, everyone. So imagine, yeah. just imagine, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do each. We could do each park and make it a, a an episode unto itself. Yes, uh, we won't do that to you right no, now. We'll we will wait. not. We'll wait. Let us know what you think of the holidays at the parks. I would love to hear what you have to say about it. Leave a comment. Um, yes. Message us, you know, Jim at thegoofyguy.com. Send an email. Let me know. Uh, and we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll bring up your – we'll bring your comments onto the air and talk about it, uh, what everybody thinks about what these are because I know everybody has different opinions about it. You know, but the holidays at the park at Walt Disney are special. Definitely special. Always. Yeah. Always special. I mean, every trip is special in my mind, but – the holidays um, pack an extra punch, I think. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they kick it up a notch. I agree. They, they do. They do kick they it do. up a notch. It's true. So, great. So, now on to In Case Julie Gets Lost. Yes. In Case Julie Gets Lost this week has to do with a controversial subject. And let me put that out there right now. There are camps for and against. So, um... The for and against this week is putting the names of your child either on clothing or a backpack. Mm. Um, I am against, and here is why I'm against it, um, uh, before it gets crazy. Um, I personally am against it as a travel agent and a mom and a grandma because it's a false sense of security when we go to Disney. We all forget that it is a mob of strangers. Um and when you have a child under a certain age who has a name on their shirt, they forget that their name is on their shirt. And if somebody says, hello, little Julie, how are you? And they say, fine, I am great, thank you. 
they no longer think that person is a stranger. They forget their name is on their shirt or their backpack. And not to add any scariness to anyone, but it is a mob of strangers there. So please be aware, no matter how cute, and we've all been on Pinterest, we've all seen this, uh, the Cricut cutters that can make pretty much anything. But if your children are under a certain age, please be aware if you put their name on any item that is on them. Please be aware of that. Yeah, and keep your eye a, on them. Keep your eye on them. Absolutely. Yeah, it's right? true. It's true. So, and it's so important. And, and I actually agree with you on this topic. I think okay. that um, I'm actually in agreement. I can't argue with anything that you've said. I think that yeah. we forget that Disney is still – you're right. We have a false sense of security when we're in Disney. And uh, we need just need to be aware. And I know, I know that's a heavier topic for this time of year, but, but when we talk about these crowd calendars and we talk about the mob of people and we talk about um, if you've ever been to a regular parade in your town, city, location, and then you multiply that by thousands of people to watch a parade at 3 o'clock. Yep, it's true. Just watch for your little child. Yep. Having said that, if they are of a certain age... And they will remember that they have a name on their shirt that is theirs. That's up to you. You know your children better than anybody else does. Right. My husband has learned that's a bad idea with me because I will follow the people who say my name. Yeah, exactly. Oh. No, that's a great tip. In case yeah. that's a great in case Julie gets lost to, to think about yeah. before you head in. Yeah. Um, and let us know your viewpoints on that because once again. There are people who, who think it's really cute and will get those shirts. You know, Luke, I am your yep. father. Yep. Luke, it's I true. am your mother. I am Luke. I get that. Yep. Really cute. It is really cute. But, but is it? I don't, I don't know. Would I wear it every other, any other day at any other place? That's kind of the question I leave with. Would I put my child in this any other place? And if the answer is no, I'm not going to put him in it there. Yeah. I think that's true. I think that's a good so, point. That's a very good point. Very well taken. That's my in case Julie gets lost for today. All right. Well, thanks. That's a great tip. Great, great thing to keep in mind, especially during this crowded time. Yeah. Yes. No, that's great. Well, I think that wraps it up for the Goofy Guy podcast this week. Look at us go. I know. Look at us go. It was a little. It was a little bit long, but I think we're good. Um, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, reach out, please. You can get a hold of me at jim at thegoofyguy.com. Um, on Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest, I am the Goofy Guy blog. On Facebook, I'm the Goofy Guy. Um, and if you just Google the Goofy Guy, you'll find me. I will find you? You will find me. It is so exciting. I come up on the first page, like the first thing. It's so cool. That is exciting. Although I didn't know you were lost. I know. But I would be glad to find you anytime. <laughs> yeah, so just Google the goofy guy and reach out and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you think about the topics that we've talked about this week or give us suggestions for topics. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you could rate and review us on iTunes, give us a five-star review and uh, – a five-star rating and review, that would be great because it helps other people find the podcast that would enjoy listening to us um, for all of you that enjoy listening to us. And I know that our people are out there. So Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. Like us, everyone. Like us. Yeah. So you like me. You really like me. That's right. So do all the things. Um, all of them. All of all the, the things. things. Do all the things. And Julie, where can they find you? 
They can find me at cftravelco.com. I'm pretty easy to find. You are pretty easy to find. And you can find me, like I said, at, at thegoofyguy.com. So that's it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we enjoyed having it. And we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, Julie. Bye. Bye.